The Aubrey family would like to thank all of you for being here this morning, and a special thanks to those of you who have traveled in order to be here. And I want to thank the family also for the honor of ministering God's word at this homegoing service for Brother Gerald. Brother Gerald is the reason that we are all, all here, but Brother Gerald is not here. You and I are here to look around, to look within, and to look up for God's perspective and truth and hope. Every human being is made in the image of God, and that involves having three parts, but one of us. God is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, of course, and each human is spirit, soul, and body. Our spirit is the part of us that allows us to have relationship with God after conversion. Our soul is the part of us that allows us to interact with other persons. And our body is the part of us that allows for our interaction with our environments. Four mornings ago, Brother Gerald's spirit and soul were dismissed from his body that had been ill. They were not dismissed to stop existing or to float aimlessly around somewhere. They were dismissed to go into God's presence. They were dismissed to go back to the one who first gave them. They were dismissed to wait for a sure resurrection and reunion. I like Ecclesiastes 12, verses 6 and 7. The reason I do like that passage is that it helps us to better understand both death and life. This is what it says in those verses. Remember him, that is God, before the silver cord is severed or the golden bowl is broken, before the pitcher is shattered at the spring or the wheel broken at the well and the dust returns to the ground it came from, and the Spirit returns to God who gave it. And so I repeat that Brother Gerald Albury is the reason that we are all here this morning, but he is not here. And we are here to, with God's help, look within, around, and up for God's perspective, truth, and hope. Now let us ask our wonderful Heavenly Father, for such assistance in this homegoing service. Dear God, our Heavenly Father, we do ask for your help to know you and your ways better. You have revealed yourself to us in your Son, Jesus Christ, and in your scriptures, the Bible. And we certainly thank you today for both of those great revelations. Dear God, we also know that you are still revealing yourself and the pages of scripture by the working of the Holy Spirit. So we want to have open and teachable hearts for the Spirit of God's communication and encouragement among us during this homegoing service. Lord God, may we all trust in you with all of our hearts. May we all not lean on our own understandings, and may we all acknowledge you in all of our ways so that you, Lord God, will direct all of our paths and we know that that direction will be to the all-sufficient and wonderful Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Please bless and comfort dear Suzanne and all of the Aubrey family. Lord, you've told us in your word that you will never leave us nor forsake us. And we bless you for that sure and certain promise. For we pray in the name of the one who said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Amen. The cross speaks of more than just a religious symbol, but the heart of the gospel where he, Jesus Christ, bore our sins in his own body on the tree. Brother Gerald believed that, and we are going to sing about the old rugged cross at this time, and we invite everybody to stand as we sing our opening hymn, The Old Rugged Cross. The immediate family may remain seated. Oh. 
may be seated. Good morning. Our scripture readings this morning starting at Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. John 14, 1-6 says, Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go prepare a place for you? And if I go prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am you may be also. And you know the way to where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Romans 8, 28 to 39. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Verse 33. Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to con condemn? Christ Jesus, the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who was at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake, we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor death, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. These next two passages are requested from the family that they mean a lot to them. 2 Corinthians 1, 3-4 says, Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us all in our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction, with the comfort with which we are 